Support for this program is provided by Chevron. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. The Biden administration will not sell new drilling leases in coastal waters for the rest of 2022. That's what the administration effectively announced Wednesday after scrapping three planned offshore oil and gas lease sales in Alaska and the Gulf of Mexico. The news comes as gas prices hit all-time highs in weeks before the federal government's five-year drilling program was set to expire in June. Biden's decision will likely inflame an ongoing partisan conflict over the administration's energy policies and who is to blame for high gasoline prices. So today, I chat with Politico's Ben Lafave about why the Biden administration made this announcement now and the political fallout. It's Friday, May 13th. So, Ben, why did the Interior Department cancel its remaining offshore oil and gas lease sales for the year? A couple of reasons. One was that the lease sale it announced for uh, Cook Inlet in Alaska, they said that they didn't get enough interest in it. There weren't enough companies who wanted to drill for oil and gas off the shore of Alaska, which is probably true. Alaska is not an easy place to drill, and it takes a lot longer to get the oil and gas to market from the state. The other two lease sales it canceled, it said was because it's kind of like the dueling lawsuits they're dealing with surrounding their offshore lease sale program is preventing them from basically being able to hold one. For those who may remember, the Interior Department is still involved in these two suits, one of which is led by the attorney generals from Louisiana and some other red states and the oil and gas industry saying that Interior had to hold several lease sales that, it, you know, that the moratorium it had early on in the Biden administration was illegal and it had to go ahead and do these sales. After that lawsuit came out, Interior said, fine, we will do this offshore lease sale. This was like November 2021. But then a second lawsuit was started by a group of environmental groups saying that the environmental review underpinning that lease sale um, which the review was done during the Trump administration, was insufficient. And therefore, they asked that a judge to overturn the results of that lease sale. And a judge agreed. So Interior is basically now in this position of having one group saying, you must hold these lease sales using the reviews that you already have. And a judge agreeing with the second group saying, actually, no, those reviews aren't enough. So whatever you do using that review is going to be in legal jeopardy. So Interior, as of Wednesday night, sent out a release kind of, you know, metaphorically throwing up its hands and saying, forget it, we're canceling it, show's over for this for this five-year plan. Yeah, no, so it seems like they're kind of caught in the crossfire a little bit. So why is this moment particularly tricky politically for the Biden administration? It seems like Republicans aren't necessarily buying their justification on canceling these lease sales. At the same time, of course, Democrats you know, wanted to see Biden kind of live up to his campaign promises. So why is this moment with high energy prices, why is it particularly sensitive? Yeah, when Interior made this announcement, I mean, it sparked almost an immediate reaction from like lawmakers in the GOP and some energy groups saying, you know, basically this use of the court cases is, is just a ploy. Interior is reverting to President Joe Biden's campaign promise to just halt new drilling on public land. 
And, you know, how can they do this when oil prices and gasoline prices are so high? These leases would lead to new energy, new oil production and help bring prices down. It's a little bit of a political messaging that doesn't necessarily have to do with what the markets are doing. I'm sure Interior is very happy to use these lawsuits as a reason to not hold these lease sales. But it feeds into the inflation narrative that the administration's had to deal with of, you know, they're doing things that that don't speed up the drilling of oil. Again, as you and I have talked about, these lease sales would have been held later this year. And just because you get a lease, especially for offshore, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be drilling the next morning. I mean, it's basically just it gives these companies federal acres to look over to see if there's anything they want to drill there. And then it costs millions of dollars, if not billions, and you know, a lot of time to get rigs out there. So you know, you, you could argue that you know, they're killing tomorrow's oil production, or not even tomorrow. They're, you know, they're killing oil production that may have occurred five years from now, but it would not likely have much to do with the prices you're going to see at the pump in the next few months. Also, lawmakers from both parties this week urged Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo to weigh in on the department's trade inquiry into solar equipment imported from four Southeast Asian countries. Commerce is investigating whether imports from Cambodia, Malaysia, Thailand, or Vietnam are being used to circumvent existing duties on imports from China. According to some in the industry, the department's probe has already threatened to stall half the solar projects expected to be built this year. The Commerce Department has until late August to present its preliminary findings. When asked if lawmakers could offer any help to the department, Romando indicated she was open to such a move. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Raghu Manuvalan edited this week's podcast. Nirmal Malaikal is the podcast producer. Jenny Ament is the executive producer of audio at Politico. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back Monday. Did you know that Chevron supports the ambitions of the Paris Agreement? In fact, they've even tied their executives' compensation to lowering the carbon emissions intensity of their operations. Because it's only human to help power a brighter future. Learn more at chevron.com slash lowercarbon.